brutal. TV Talk Machine. A podcast about television. With Tim Goodman and Question Boy. <laughs> and Justin on the knobs. Well, well, well. It has been so welcome, by the way. Just let's get this out of the way. Welcome to Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast. And it has been ages. It's been like uh one, two, three, four, five, four or five weeks. Uh you know. It feels longer. It feels like forever, yeah, doesn't it? It's like I know. It's like a year, maybe? Could be. It could be like six six months we've been off. We've been caught in a time warp. It's or been something. really weird, hasn't it? And I'm wondering if people right now are feeling like this weird sensation. Yeah. Like dizziness or yeah. nausea. Or like or they're thinking <laughs> dizziness or nausea. They're thinking Something sounds different. It's been off the air for a long time. Sounds a little different. Yeah, might well, be. What do you think that is? Yeah, might be me. Oh, that's right. Oh, hey, look, we've got uh, in the booth today. Substitute question boy, Manny. Benny Evangelista, I'm, I'm yes. <laughs> Thank you for that warm welcome. Welcome I, back, yeah, Benny. I feel totally unprepared for this. <laughs> I just got dragged down here in the last minute because... Question boy isn't here. He's slacking off again. Yes, or something off somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Playing oh, with his BlackBerry. Hey now. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? You were called down here last second. Justin was called down here last second. Uh, we threw this together, uh, and I was late. I know that stuns you, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> big shocker. <laughs> big shocker. I was late to my own podcast. <laughs> of course, and not just a few minutes late either. Uh, we've had, uh, technical issues. We're at fault, of course. They always are when it involves me. Here, let's set the table, Benny, for this, what we got here. We have now th- three pros in the booth. Where? Right? Oh, oh, you mean us? <laughs> no. Right. We got me. We got Justin Manning the knobs. Adjusting the knobs. You got you, Manny, aka uh, being question boy. And we're only really missing Joe, who, let's be honest, has always been the weak link. Yes, yes, yes. He's just been hor- he's horrible, right? But then again, I may prove to be worse than Joe, which I don't know where that puts me. Imp- Im- impossible, I- impossible. All right, already you've sparked our ratings. It's the, it's the very special comeback episode. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you've already I mean, come back three come or four back, times. I'm so it's making a lot of comebacks. Here. <laughs> we'll call it a story arc. You've actually been here two or three times. Now it's like it's the, you're back for the, uh, the wedding or whatever it is. Or we'll go on a like, trip to Vegas or some kind of special, special event. We, well, uh, in, in true Joe tradition, I'm going to put my iPhone between my legs here so it'll vibrate. <laughs> Joe's got a BlackBerry. Yeah. But wow. A nutcracker BlackBerry. Um, yeah, so let's set the table here. I was on the uh, Television Critics Association summer press tour for a couple of weeks. Uh, prior to that, I think it was laziness. There might have been a week where Justin screwed up. I don't know. And then uh, last week, Joe was on vacation. And this week, and then Justin was ready last week, and then this week Joe's on vacation, and then we just finally said, you know what? Screw Joe. Yeah, yeah. Right? We, we owe it to the listeners to right. come up with something. Exactly. Because people were saying on the Facebook page, are we going to have a podcast? And then usually you have to blame either Joe or Justin. And unfortunately, this is what we're giving them. <laughs> right. This is what they wanted, and unfortunately, this is what they will get. The bright side, though, is the weak link's not here. I wonder what Joe's doing right now. I, I, hopefully, he's writing for another newspaper. Oh, ho, ho, ho. All right. Well, there's that. 
but you know what? I think we've got a lot of stuff to talk about. We have um, – what do you yeah, think we have were, to talk? I don't know. You were in L.A. Mm-hmm. at this, this TV thing for three weeks. Uh, two. You, Normally it's three, but two. You must have learned a lot about what the viewers can expect for the upcoming season. Uh <laughs> breaking news. Uh, not really. No. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> Wouldn't it be great if someone in Hearst was like looking at the accounting bill of what it cost and then was just heard that part about me not learning anything. That's right. not true. There's a ton of great stuff, well, which I will get to. Probably not in this podcast. But <laughs> what are you going to say? It's like I'm going to unfurl it all out in the blog and you don't want to like give it away too soon. Oh, you're, you're blogging now. You're Twittering now. You're on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. That is very important. Wait a, see, now Joe would have never got that prompt. No. Yeah. Brutal. Garofoli. It's terrible. Terrible turnover. Uh, yes, I uh, am now on Twitter. You can quote unquote follow me at uh, uh, twitter.com backslash bastard machine. I have you on my iPhone. I, I see your Twitter all the time, your tweet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I've actually been known to show my Twitter all around town. <laughs> wow, you know I, that's probably, that was probably too easy, and yet, uh, and Justin, I noticed that you were actually following me, quote unquote. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Bastard machine. Bastard machine. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, so, uh, how many there, followers do you have now? Uh over 300, 330 or something, something like that. It went up pretty quick. It's wow, like that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and it's going up pretty quickly um, for only being on for like since I was not even a full week. So I was on last Thursday, I think is when I went on. and uh, That's pretty good. Uh, I mean, you, you should start a drive for five at this point. Yes, <laughs> we, have to, we have to have a race between the, tw- the yeah. Twitter Speaking followers. of which. Yes, uh-oh. where are we? We're at 486 fans <laughs> on our Facebook profile. This is weeks. Still after. driving for that five. 480. Oh, brutal. What? You're not even team players out there. How does that? It's been weeks since we were actually. That was that you started at four. Started the drive at what, 482 or something? Uh, 470 something, I think, four. Yeah, that's so right. So we've got 86. So we've got not that many people. Who signed up? Wow, brutal! It's bad. And then, and I'm so the bastard machine's crushing them. I'm in the nine hundreds over there, mm. and uh, so I think we have now kind of an embarrassing situation where the Twitter followers may overcome the lackadaisical, good for nothing slackers of the TVTM page. Well, do you get a lot of feedback from from Twitter? I do actually. I have been starting to get a lot of that, sort of both the retweets and then the at bastard machine comments. Uh, so that's been pretty good. And, and I assume you're going to give them the same kind of answers they get on the Facebook page and everywhere else and on this podcast. Well, on so far on Twitter, I've I've actually been uh, uh, trying to sound knowledgeable, and then then kind of mixing in one or two. It's only 140 characters worth. I know. So it's I mean, what can you do, right? Yeah, it doesn't take much. And uh, it was kind of, kind of mandated at uh, for the Chronicle to do that. And there's an interesting story behind it. And uh, and there's actually some breaking news about the podcast. Oh, yeah, seriously. I uh, brought this up to everybody up there. It was you should love it. I, we were talking about social media conference with the critics, critics and columnists and whoever and whatnot. 
where they said get on Facebook, basically. This is like a week after I said never, never in a million years. You couldn't pay me to do that a week later. Hey, I'm on Twitter. Follow me. <laughs> got to have, got to keep the job. But uh, so we had this big meeting upstairs on the third floor because there's no one here in the, in the second floor, and uh, <clears throat> we we're talking about stuff that we do, and um, the unnamed leaders of this were saying, "Oh yeah, you know, so you get your blog, and uh, they knew I just joined Twitter and all." post they're all excited about that and i said oh in the podcast <laughs> yeah it was yeah. uh it was very quiet and then uh they said oh yeah we um kind of de-emphasized that i'm like yeah we're total pirate radio second floor but i got them to say i got i got a concession unnamed people i got a concession that the podcast will be able to flourish and go on because I was telling them that we have big numbers oh. and that you know it matters and not only that <clears throat> they so I was kind of selling this idea of keeping the podcast alive. I even joked that you know God only knows if this podcast cave the pod cave was even still standing on the second floor if we hadn't rented out to some group <laughs> or if it was like being you know squatted in. So, uh, which was not, which is not too far from the yeah. truth, because we found a squatter in here the other day, not in the pod cave, but on the second floor, and um, that's true. It's true. Sorry. You extended that. <laughs> Say more on that. <laughs> it's true. I was uh, found somebody on here. Yeah, like it was the weirdest that you guys didn't know this. I no. didn't tell you the story. Oh, well, you're just chock full of news. Oh yeah. So, well, it's been like eight weeks since we've done one of these damn things. So yeah, when we moved to the third floor, uh, Peter Hartlob and I were uh, again rooming together, sort of. "Quote unquote," and um, so we had our offices kind of like together. Office, quote unquote, and we said, "Dude, we gotta like get some good stuff here. We got let's let's throw out a bunch of our crappy stuff from the last office. Let's redesign." And so we kind of joked around that we were gonna pull a bubbles, you know, bubs from the wire where he goes out and strips copper out of abandoned buildings. So, so we said we need a bubs run. And so we went from the third floor. We took a dolly and we went to the second floor, and we like took a whole bunch of stuff. From the second floor. Hopefully nobody's listening to this that matters. But like you can get anything you want down here. You get chairs, you get desks, you can get calendars, you can get uh, we got a coat rack. <laughs> it was a total bubs run, man. It was like so we had this big dolly and we kind of embarrassingly bring it into the <clears throat> the lot. And then we're talking everything, right? We made two runs. I got like wooden shelves, stuff that I'm sure I'm not supposed to have. I got in my office now. And so we make this run and then th- when Peter leaves, so we've done two of these runs with just stacks of stuff, chairs and stuff. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll drop the dolly back off down on the second floor when there's no one, right? And then we've just been down there. We've gone through every empty office down here, taking whatever we want. And so I go drop the dolly off at a place where I was just 10 minutes ago. And, I, and there's no one, right? You can hear like dead silence. And I turn around, and there's some dude sitting on the ground. I swear to God. Yeah. Some dude is like, <laughs> Justin, Justin's like freaking out. I, 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 I turn around, and I almost had a heart attack. No, and you know what that means, Yeah, Benny. I know what that That's means. That's kind yeah. of scary, right? Yeah. So uh, I turn around, and literally I almost had a heart attack. This dude is like sitting on the ground. Who was he? I don't know. I've never seen him in my life. And he's, he's sitting on his ass with his knees pulled up to his chest. And a gigantic backpack next to him. <laughs> I would have seen that the last time we walked through. And I'm like, hey. He's like, hi. And so like, <laughs> I like, walked out of the room. And I'm like, oh, man. And I walked down the hall. And the only person on the second floor was uh, uh, 
Charles Howard. And I'm like, Charles, dude, did you know there's a guy? He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm not going back in there. I'm going to be stabbed. If I, like, if I go back in there to just to double check on him, he'd know I was coming back, right? I thought he was going to be behind the door or something. And Charles is like, uh, you're not going to go back up to the third floor, are you? Charles is a big guy. He probably could take care of himself, but I wanted to give him a heads up. And then I said, do you think the security is so bad that like, somebody could have walked up and like, got on the second floor? And we agreed that it probably was that bad. And then if you got onto the second floor, you could pretty much do what you wanted, like wow. living here. Maybe we should lock this door here. This is kind of scary. We're still on the second floor. We don't we know. We still are. It could be something in that closet outside. Be, right. Maybe that's why Joe's gone. He's been staying. Yeah. He's been hacked up. There's <laughs> small parts of him. We don't he know. Found. That's right. Yeah, he's not on vacation. <laughs> At least we can take his uh, computer now. All right. So how did it all turn out? What happened? I, I, just, I wasn't going back. I just left the You dude. didn't tell anybody? <laughs> no. You didn't tell oh. us. Oh. He's Charles. probably still there. <laughs> Oh my God! I look after number one, man. He's probably okay. listening. Of course, he probably listens to this podcast. So he's, we, he's probably up in the rafters. Oh my yeah. God! Wow! Yeah, I, I didn't know. I said, "Well, should we tell security?" And then I was like, "Yeah, gotta yeah. go." So he's probably here somewhere. Maybe we can see him on our way out. Oh my God! Yeah. Okay. So uh, well, back to the podcast, though. Was there anything else? Oh right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So right. I said to them, "We don't know if the you know if the podcast still here," and then. Um, I said, look, you know, we really want to do this because it's just us and Mick LaSalle, and I know that you guys have de-emphasized it, and they were, like, agreeing, the gate people. But they basically said, because our, you know, we know our numbers are really good and people were interested in it, that they want to keep it going, and, uh, and uh, they'll do whatever it takes. And here's what they said. They're going to uh, – so I told them about the celebrity interviews, and I told them that a lot of these don't have the inline player in them. And I said, look, these guys... The one, yeah, the old ones. Yeah. The old ones don't have it. And uh, somebody's doing like a biography on um, Colbert, and they emailed me and said, hey, you're, you did four podcasts on Colbert, and they goes, but I can't get them to load because the QuickTime's not loading. And so I told this to all the gay people, and then they were like, hey, why don't we do... And I told them, you know, I really started this to do all these, and I have a lot of really good celebrity interviews. So they said that they were going to make time and make an effort to find all of the... i got to send them the links to find all of the celebrity interviews put inline players in all of them, and then load them all up on my uh, blog as a permanent spot. And then we can add to it, which makes a lot of sense, you know, Mm because that'll get a lot more hits. And uh, so I came away feeling like the podcast wasn't such like the bastard stepchild here. Great. You know how one way that people can show their support is to sign up more people on the Facebook page, Mm -hmm. you know? This this could be the rule. Let's forget the drive for five. Let's shoot for hire. Drive for a thousand. Drive for a thousand. After we get to five, yeah, we because we're to not five, to five you know, yet. Yeah. But we got when we get to five, then we go for a thousand, right? Yeah, because that, otherwise, like they they have really de-emphasized podcasts. So if we could tell them, and you know, they actually clicked on the the page, the Facebook page, though, and I think they were looking at the numbers, like, wow, there's they a lot were. of people there. They were. I was at another meeting, and they showed the numbers for both the the Bastard Machine page and the and the TVTM page, yeah, on Facebook. So it so matters. They, they took notice, and they said those are great, yeah. and those were examples. Why we all shouldn't get get involved with uh, new media now? Yeah, social media stuff, and so there it is. Why we right? So that's our. So what, really, the question is, what are what's everybody waiting for? Yeah, for join the revolution. You know, maybe actually, they, I should mention. Give Justin credit. He and Marcus Chan were ahead of this thing two years ago. Yeah, two years ago they were they were they were saying everybody should. Uh, you know, the newsroom manager should go on Twitter, and we should start using that as a as a, a form to get our our message out and our news. 
and now they're getting around to it. So two years I, later, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> not bad. That's pretty good. <laughs> but they, those Give guys some were, credit for the newspaper industry. That's like lightning speed. That's yeah. like a quick turnaround. Those guys were the pioneers of this, so then we should give them, uh, you know, their due. I think. Yes. Good, Justin. Good work. Good yeah. work. Two years ago, you guys, this Twitter thing and the Facebook thing, it may turn out to be something. And of course, now, like everything's happening. I was in L.A. and uh, I was actually out at a critic dinner. I think I've mentioned this story, so I haven't known who I've told it to. But I was out at a critic dinner with some pretty good critics, and uh, and uh, we were talking about whether to. Twitter or not, and ha- some of them had, and some of them hadn't, and we, we were really having an interesting discussion about it because at the TCA, the, you know, there was a bunch of critics who were doing it, and I was thinking it was like a load of work. Sorry, Justin, <laughs> but just, you know, you know, it's just like all this stuff. So while we were talking, Paula Abdul announced on Twitter that she was leaving. Iowa. Right. And so two of the guys from the USA Today who were there were like, you know, like they're like looking at it like, oh man. So you know, it matters, and. uh it's good that the paper's finally coming around to it. That's probably the best non-TV-related news, which is that, you know, we're doing social media. You can and, – and I'm trying to update the TVTM page as much as I can. And you know what? Oh, here's the other story. So TVTM actually has uh, – is on Twitter as well. And the backstory to this, which is kind of funny, is that once – once I got tipped that Hearst was really pushing for this um, from Justin Burton. He said, you know, they were here. You're basically going to be doing Twitter. And so I was like, oh, man. And so I, the night before our big meeting, I went online to, to just secure the name and check it out. The name was gone. And so like, I went through all these channels, and then I, uh, I went through all these channels, and then I put one of those things into to Twitter where you can kind of complain about somebody squatting or whatever and see what they'll do. <clears throat> and then it occurred to me, hey, maybe somebody on the TVTM or uh, Bastard Machine has already taken this. So I put a word out, and yeah, within like minutes – we basically, between Jason Snell and everybody, figured that Sherry from the Vale... Sherry from the Vale. Yeah, and her husband, Mr. Vale, had sort of luckily like sat on these. I don't know for how long. They probably heard me say I would never do it like a year ago, and she basically said, yeah, he's going to do it. So they, they went out, and uh, they got both the names. And so <clears throat> Sherry switched, to the, switched the bastard machine over to me on Twitter, um, and uh, they still have TVTM automatically. Every time we post, goes out on Twitter feed. Um, but I haven't, <clears throat> I don't really know how I would do that with Twitter other than like Twittering stuff like, um, no podcast this week. Um, <laughs> uh, not, we're going to, we're not having a podcast this week again. <laughs> you know, there's really not much information there. We'll figure something out. Okay. Yeah. 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 You know, it's a, it's a work in progress. That one's and a work in progress. Thanks to Sherry from the Vale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. And so she really saved Bastard Machine on Twitter and I've really kind of liked it. Saved and your ass again. Huh? She did again. I know. Yeah. And I took her to lunch, though. The breaking news right there. On. This past week, I took Sherry in the veil out, and we had uh, drinks. And uh, was she wearing her assless shorty <laughs> rope? <laughs> I had required it, but uh, no. She said it was too formal for our meeting. Uh, so we had some midday beers, and that was good. Uh, that's that's the power of community, right there. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And it reminded me. I, we went to the same place uh, where uh, Hannah from Sweden had, we, had gone to Barclays in the East Bay in Rockridge, and you know she was one of the first ones who had found out that there was actually a TVTM Facebook page. So it all comes around. Mm-hmm. We're all one big community, but we want to continue our drive for five for the TVTM. TV related news this week, though. Um, yeah, like I, Mad Men started on on Sunday. I. Uh, did my first deconstruction of all this whole season. That's on the Bastard Machine. 
And yeah, we're a couple of weeks out really from the start of the fall season. A lot of shows are going to debut as early as um, <clears throat> big shows like Sons of Anarchy are going to debut as early as September 8th. And then some shows like Glee are coming back, I think, on the 15th of September. And there's yep. a lot. I, I will confess, I have not read your Mad Men. I haven't read your column. Well, who has? So, yeah, I mean, I don't. You're very Joe-like when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> what What does Mad Men look like for the for the season? Mm. Are they keeping up the the good work? It's fantastic because you know I'm a big fan of Don's existential crisis, and it uh, they they're tapping into it again. Season three, the writing is just really solid. Uh, the visuals are great. The first episode, I think, was set up a lot of really amazing themes about identity. And, uh, you know, how conflicted he is basically from being born, you know, bastard child, essentially. He's been born to a prostitute who died in labor. And, you know, it really has colored his views about what it's like for him to be in the world. And, of course, him being in advertising and, and being so bitter and jaded is a perfect uh, mesh. So, yeah, I think that's off to a great start. And um, we're going to have a big TV preview in the pink section prior to that. And we're also going to, and obviously I'll review anything prior to that in the paper. So I'm kind of getting on the roll right now. And the other minor, minor breaking news. Come on, Benny. Give it a little more. You want to go deeper, huh? You want to. It's supposed to be a teletype, not like a phone ringer. Come on, QB. Why don't you do a marching band version of that? See, we go with what we know, right? We go with your strength. Uh, right. We'll play to that, Benny. Or Benny as our fill-in QB. A um, little bit of breaking news. The, the, but you have to remind me because your memory is better than mine. And Justin's memory is pretty good because he's the youth generation. <laughs> Gen Y. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's Gen Y. <laughs> so we're, we're so close to confirming the party for... The TV talk machine. I think it was our second anniversary, right, Benny? That's what, the original idea was we were going to do a second year. Then you had your heart attack, and we put everything off. And then it was going to be second year slash Benny lives slash. Right. Then I think the bastard machine actually had a third birthday. And yeah, and then it's rolled into September now. So yes, yeah, so every was uh, when was the last hoot nanny you did for K Fox? That was about and a year ago. And that's coming up too. And that's still not pinned down. In fact, I found out this morning we had a place pinned down that they can't do it now. Uh, but that should be pinned down in a minute. But I think what we're going to do this is tentative. Everybody should put their I've put this a little bit on the TVTM website. But you should definitely mark this down in pencil. September <laughs> September sixth. Now that we don't have a Bart strike. September 6th, we think we can do it. It's a Sunday. We can do it at the 21st Amendment. We're going to confirm that. Um, they're probably listening right now and going, no, no, we have a big party booked. But there's no Giants game that day. Uh, there is no BART strike. The bridge will be down for Labor Day weekend, but um, we're, we encourage everybody to take um, public transportation anyway. So Because we're all going to get sloshed oh, and absolutely. shouldn't get in our cars. Well, because when we were originally talking about it, we thought, okay, let's do it on a Sunday and then like make it flexible, like say 2 to 7 or something. And like we'll just be open. We'll be hanging out drinking. And then it just occurred to me the other day that, like, okay, that's great for somebody who, who comes at 4 or 6 or somebody who comes at 2 and leaves at 3.30. But if we're going to be there from 2 to 6, we could be really drunk. <laughs> so thank God we've got not to cast aspersions on a certain someone who's not here. Right, right, but he, he can't hold his liquor. Boy, he got he got hammered the last oh, time we did geez. this. Yeah, he's he's got he, he was like a lightweight. He's like a like a ninety seven pound cheerleader from high school. 
You know, so the, what, what does it take to like get Joe drunk? Nothing, right? You breathe on him, and he's drunk. <laughs> and he's a, and he, the good thing is he's a sloppy drunk, but he's a happy drunk. He's a, yeah. I love you, man. I'm going to get sick in your car. I drove him home from that last. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course. And right before we get in the car, he's like, oh, I got to take a leak. I'm like, wait, we're, we're, at, we're in a city here. We are, we're in. You're out on the, on the street. We were in already. El Cerrito. Yeah. So he, he actually found a, a <laughs> he found like two, a building with a gap between it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> and he marked his territory oh. <laughs> drunkenly. <laughs> Justin seems stunned We can't do that. If it's in that. San Francisco, I'm we can't do that. I'm stunned that you revealed that on the podcast. <laughs> what are they going to do, arrest him? Come yes. on. <laughs> oh, he's not here. He's not going to listen. He's going to get fired. <laughs> no, he won't. Uh, hmm. well, that'd be like a bonus, though, wouldn't it? We could get rid of him that way. It's been a long... My long ploy to get rid of him. Then we can bring in some cute uh, question girls in here again. So, like, we, have, yeah. we haven't in a while. And that's that, another thing. Man. What's with the question What's girls? Now, I, had, I can't remember her name. I had a question girl who, who came up to me like when my son was playing soccer and said she wanted to come in here and like be the first lesbian question girl. And we're like, absolutely yeah. love lesbians. And uh, nothing. No, I can't remember her name now. But no, because I can't remember anything. But... No call from her. She was on it. She was talking about June, I think she said she was going to do it. Well, a little late for that, right? July, August. Come on. One of these months, she, I think she said she was going to do it. Where are the question girls? Yeah. yeah. They don't want to come in anymore. My, it must be. <laughs> <laughs> must be Justin. Must be. No, it must be Joe. <laughs> Dude, you know, isn't it great how I take no responsibility for anything? Right. Yeah. Except all the glory. And damn it, Benny, it took an arm, twisted your arm to come down here to be question boy. All right, so we have that. Mark that in pencil. Uh, probably maybe like 2 to 7, I would guess, would be pretty good. Uh, 21st Amendment on a Sunday, uh, September 6th. Uh, and we're going to put that in pencil, and we'll confirm it soon. All right, Benny, you want to try your first letter, no. and then we'll get <clears> some calls? I haven't even read this yet. I know, you're just like Joe. Yeah. Yeah, let's All see. Right. This is from GMAC. Oh, George D. I'm George, sorry. Our George, George D. D. Yes. From the 415. Welcome back, ST, QB, and JB. Hmm. ST. Well, Sir Tim. Ah, oh, right. Damn. We're slow. We're slow in the pickup, but Justin's still got brain cells. He's working good. All right. <laughs> A few. I'm writing in to say, wake up, Justin. What the <laughs> f- Tim? Uh-oh. More, more work. <laughs> Benny, I think you took a certain joy out of that, didn't you? You didn't even do the FT, that WTF. I know, I know. Uh, yeah. You're trying to torture. I don't have to do the, the beeping out of there. <laughs> I count on you for TV-related news, and I do not recall you informing us that the best comedy not named How I Met Your Mother would be airing new episodes this summer. Mm. I'm referring to Better Off Ted. Yes, excellent. Now, Teacher Tim might correct me if I'm wrong, Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> Assuming he's done anything lately to maintain his post as official archivist. Oh, 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 a <laughs> shot out that. at Tim. Wow. But this would not have taken up too much time on our beloved cast. I, have, I was saved by a DVR programming that made it so, that made it so the show. No, oh, that made it so the show was recorded, but I could have used a heads up. Mm. Anyway... I'm looking forward to any upcoming hootenanny or flash mob of the area code of record 
Go Niners, George D. from the 415. Yes. All right. So it's two yeah. things there. Terrible reading. So you're yeah. fit perfectly I'm, just I'm, like Joe. I didn't do the Joe half. Yeah, thing. just a, you were like rumble, rumbling, bumbling, stumbling, dum dum. It was it was like like Benny picked up. He's like a lineman who picked up a football on the ten and had to go not, had to go another ninety yards. <laughs> he barely got barely got home on the George D. Except they didn't have the pleasure of crossing streams with you before this. Oh, song, I know. Man. That's right. We could we we could have gone in and uh, cross cross swords is like what we like to call it. <laughs> not just streams. <laughs> What sort? Of wow, that is just too much information. <laughs> the look on Justin's face was like, I don't think we needed that added to that part, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. So, you know what? George is right. <laughs> We've lost Justin. He's out. The laying on of the swords says, uh, oh, wow. Even now, I'm, I'm, I'm out now. There's no touching, by the way, of the sword. The swords don't actually touch. <laughs> wow. Should I just... Give it up now. Uh, right. yeah. No, uh, so he's right. I he uh, and this is an upcoming column, as a matter of fact. Not probably on uh, Wednesday, as you can probably read this tomorrow. Um, is uh, is that you know I've been and and a lot of critics have been sort of like moaning about a fifty-two week schedule. Well, here goes ABC, and they decide to take Better Off Ted, which I think is the best was the best sitcom last year, and um, they took the unaired episodes because they brought it out late in the. <clears throat> late in the midseason, towards the end of the season, and it became did really well for them critically, not so great in ratings. And they said, "Okay, well, let's hey, we got fresh stuff. Let's uh, let's keep the lights on in the summer," which is what we've been talking about forever. Well, no one really watched, but the show is still coming back, uh, and it'll be on in the fall. And uh, but George C's right; I did not alert him to the fact that those um, uh, those episodes were going to be originals. And um, you know, I apologize. To, to, and you know, George actually. Uh, because uh, I, I sort of toyed with the idea of doing, you know, we've talked about like posting something on the Bastion Machine about saying, "Hey, let's let's do a Flash Mob, Hoot Nanny, and Rock Rage or something." Well, now that we can Twitter, yeah, we can really sort of say who's who's where, right? We could say heading to Tres Agaves for margaritas, right? And there's also a new wine place, uh, Terroir, pretty close to our uh, place so i can satisfy both of my urges of wine and margaritas and uh so maybe we'll do like a twitter uh drink flash mob hoot nanny so thanks to george for that idea you probably idea. could use twitter to, to tell people about better off ted if you knew about it and if you don't have you know time to write about it you can just say hey watch better off ted that's probably I a, yeah that's probably i didn't a, know about it either I yeah mean, what, what's better off ted about oh it's great it's a it's a, a sitcom that's uh very dry it's from the guy who did um uh, andy richter controls the universe which was great and um, it's just basically about this mega corporation that will do anything for profits. They make everything from like you know food to jet planes, uh, and uh, they have no morals. And there's a testing yeah. department and everything. It's very funny. Really dry, sort of evil office humor. Yeah, stuff. and yeah. Portia de Rossi is the star of that, and she's wonderful in that role. So she really can kind of continue how good she was in Arrested Development. She's even maybe even stepped it up a notch as this sort of evil you know, moralist boss at this company. And um, so check that out. You're right. I could have just Twittered that or tweeted that somewhere. Let me do that again. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you a second to <clears throat> regroup for the shorter second <clears throat> and our final email. Now, Justin, do you think it's, as Benny gets ready to read this in a minute after our calls, you've got to prep for this. Is it is it wrong of me? Because we've already lashed out at the TVTM Facebook crowd for not getting to 500. Our drive for five has got like 12 people in 18 weeks. 
is it wrong to sort of, since we haven't been on the air in 16 weeks, to complain about the lack of email? No, it's not wrong. Okay, then people, what is the story? We got like two letters. I, I printed two others out, and I was walking down, and I realized that they were reruns. One, Mike from Raleigh, was sent July 24th. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh, let's see here. And then, that's right. Uh, Wicked Machine said something on the July 20th. I think we read those. Anyway, mm. all right. We have, uh, we have some calls, though. People who are manning the phones really helped out. So I, I, uh, they really helped us. So I want to go to some calls right now. What do you think? Yeah, sure. Yes, uh, this is uh, Tim Goodman, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. I just wanted to know um, why, if you can answer this question on the air, uh, why Joe Garofoli sucks so incredibly bad as Question Boy, and uh, why you still keep him. Yeah, and also uh, wanted to know uh, why you don't just fire him and why he's on vacation. All right, thanks. Bye. Wow, well, that's a interesting call. Let's see. Um, he well, Tim. Familiar. Yeah, he's. Uh, well, there's a lot of Tims out there. Yeah. Uh, he brings up a good question. Why? Does Joe suck so bad? Any thoughts? Oh, I don't know. Uh, there's probably a lot of reasons. You know? Yeah. Mainly because he, he is. He does suck. He does. It's terribly. Just, he's, yeah. he's pretty useless. I don't even... Why I, do we have him as Question Boy? Because clearly like, we don't need him now. You were able to do that. Well, kind of able to do that. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody else would come down here with you? Well, that's, that's true. That's, that's probably... true. He... Uh, uh, well, I'll tell you, Tim. Uh, <laughs> the... We haven't been able to replace him because I think he's beloved. He's our little guy. He's our little guy. He's a <laughs> huggable guy. And he does good voices. And you know what? If we didn't like entertain him, he would just like annoy his family or more of our readers. So really what we're doing is like the public service by having him in here for an hour or so. Yeah, to get all the like the Walter Cronkite imitations out oh, of the yeah. way so the, he doesn't uh, molest the public. Yeah. Porno Putin. Yeah. Yeah. No one needs to hear that. So yeah, I don't know. I th- I just I think it's basically that I'm a kind person. That's why I keep him employed. All right, let's go to some more calls. Yeah, this is uh, Tim uh, again. It's um, a longtime listener, second time caller, and I wanted to figure out a couple of things. One, um, if you fix the Joe situation with uh, firing him as a QB because he sucks so bad and is never around. And he's the reason why the TVTM is like so erratic and never on schedule. Uh, and I also had some questions about uh, Benny and like why Benny never does anything anymore. He just gave up on you guys and totally like uh, turned his back on you. Um, and then uh, I also had a question about uh, why when Tim was at the Death March with Cocktail, he didn't do any podcasting from down there and didn't really like. Uh, contribute anything from L.A. Is that normal? All right. Keep up the great work. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Wow. Oh, that guy sounded a little drunk. He's, he, sounded, um, he sounded very knowledgeable about the podcast. Uh, and good many, questions. I think he had too many mimosas. <laughs> no, I think, I think that was... Uh, I think he, had some, he was some pressing issues there. Uh, Tim, we... Uh, second time caller. We haven't really addressed Joe's situation. He hasn't been fired. But we did fix the Benny situation. Wow, that's kind of timely. Yeah, I haven't abandoned it. I'm here. You know, I'm still a regular listener. I may not be as big a contributor as I once was, but 
But today you were. I'm here. Today you you were like the pinch hitter. You're like the Barry. Remember like the games when Barry Bonds would sit out the day day game after a night game because he's just too, you know too old and tired like you, Benny. Yeah. And that, but but it feared right like you. You're feared too. So he would come to the plate as a pinch hitter, and, that, and then the crowd would go crazy, right? Because you'd have a, the Giants would be down like two one in the eighth, and then like ah, oh, and then Bonds would walk out to the on deck circle, and the, everybody would go insane. So that's kind of like what happened. You stepped out of the dugout today, said, "All right, QB sucks. We all know that he's on the verge of being fired. Let's just go in there, and I'll, I'll help the team out." So good, good for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm the Fred Lewis of the TVTM. <laughs> I, may, I may drop a few balls out in the outfield. <laughs> I think you can actually feel better than Fred Lewis in real life. You have, you, have, you have some softball skills. I do, but actually, I played like Fred Lewis the other day. I, there was a couple of balls I didn't get to really? like I would have. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. They were tough ones, but still didn't get to them. Oh, man. Still um, not in shape. Wow. Uh, uh, and to answer Tim's other question about the uh, TVTM in L.A. when at the, at the Death March of the Cocktail, I didn't podcast because um, Justin didn't set me up with anything, equipment. And uh, really fell down on the ball. I was ready to go. All my fault. Yeah. <laughs> so that's We're kinda... still waiting for the ones from two years ago. From two, two years ago. I think I, there's a very big you send it file out there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, me going, I, I love you guys. Ah, <laughs> but uh, no, I didn't. Uh, because of Justin's ineptitude, again, and uh, inattention to detail, I didn't have any. You know, remember when you used to set me up, Benny, before I got on? Justin didn't care. He just didn't care, actually. And we got the exact same results, <laughs> right? Yeah, pretty much. I will have a little bit of uh, uh, a tidbit of breaking news. Oh wait, let's go. What is it? Marching band. Is that how it goes? I don't know. I, just I felt like a up. marching band. Was, dun, 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 dun. I don't know. Is that or is that hail to the Jeep? <laughs> I don't know. Well, all right, whatever it is on our marching band breaking news theme, uh, this is the first time this has been revealed that uh, press tour, I had I met some people on press tour who are familiar to listeners of the TVTM, like Amber from Canada. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Amber uh, was actually, uh, so she's a press tour, wor- hard worker Amber. She's totally working. She was giving me grief about some, her appearances on the uh, on the TVTM and uh uh, I said, we need your knowledge. And it's no more clear than this one, that if she was here, she could actually answer TV-related questions. She worked very hard. Uh, it was very funny. She def- definitely wants to do it. She got me some, She brought me some Tim Hortons coffee because this whole joke about me not knowing anything about Canada and Tim Hortons. Um, and uh, <clears throat> I had a great time with her. And it was kind of funny because, you know, you're working with people, you know, for two weeks straight every single day. You see, And, and like, again, there is no clock. You party all till whenever, and you wake up the next day, and you go back at, Eight, and uh, you get weary. Such a hard life. I know. No one wants has any sympathy, but it it is a lot of work, but also a lot of fun. So somewhere, you know, I, I would sit next to Amber one day, and then next to Robert Bianco another day, and whoever, a bunch of friends on the press tour. And so one night we're at the, some after party, and um, Amber and I leave this thing, and we're like walking back and we're talking about uh, some TV show, and I'm always out in the Lanai building, which is outside of the outside of the hotel. And we're at the door, so I'm like, "Are you out in the lanai?" She's like, "Yeah." Oh, all right. It's like day four or five, right? So we push the walk across the picture bridge, head over there, and then there's three levels to the lanai, and the picture bridge 
comes onto the second floor. So we stop at the elevator on the second floor of the Lanai, and we're talking some more. And I'm looking at her like, are you going up or down? And she's like, no, I'm on this floor. I'm like, oh, I'm on this floor. So we're talking about TV. We're walking down the hall. Walking down the hall. And finally, she looks at me and she goes, okay, this is getting awkward. Because <laughs> we, we're like going farther and farther down the to, on the second floor. This is definitely after the six-minute mark. Yes, and I yeah. said, uh, what room are you in? And she's like, uh, I'm in 1214. <laughs> so you're two rooms down from me. Yeah. And I didn't even know for like the first week. So I was in 1218. She's in 1214. Lovely woman. And yes, uh, and Mrs. This, Goodman and, came down as well. And then Mrs. Cranky Pants uh, made an appearance uh, in 1218. And uh, uh, yeah, it's all in the up and up. Does, also, does Amber tweet? Uh, she does, yes. You can follow Amber uh, as well. She does uh, tweet. And I am following her. Uh, so you could follow I am her. not surprised. I know. <laughs> she works hard. I swear to God. She was, I, at one point, I was like, she actually had like some RSI, repetitive stress injuries, out in the press tour. Basically, from all the work she was doing, I said, you know what you need to do is just drink more, which I got her to do, because she's a Canadian. She does that. And then also on the press tour, another uh, TVTM uh, fan favorite, uh, Peter Hartlop's cousin. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she made an appearance. She's always been in the business since she moved to Los Angeles, but she now is like the assistant to the guy who runs Trauma, which is kind of unfortunate for her because the show is, uh, let's just say... It's challenged. Um, (laughs) I don't want to reveal anything before my review comes out. But that is the San Francisco-based series Trauma. Mm -hmm. She's like the assistant to the guy who who created it. So she was there, and it was great to like you know get like a text from her. She's like, "Where are you?" I'm like, "I'm in the lobby," like, or I'm in the ballroom working. She's like, "I'm here for Trauma," and so you know going out and talking to her. Uh, And then I said, "We have to do something to make Peter very uncomfortable." Uh, I was like, I was thinking we should like do something where where I email him or or. Send him a text message saying that we were in the bar, but I didn't do that. Um, though later I did see her in the bar, and uh, she's like, "Do you want to meet the producer?" And I, since I don't like the show, I said, "No, no, don't do that." So I was using that story against Peter. I'm like, "Oh, hey, um, have you heard from uh, your cousin lately?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I said, "Well, she said hi. You know, I saw her at the bar in in Pasadena." So our grief for Peter continues, uh, and then that's it for on the TVTM related news. You did a lot of hard work down there, didn't you? Did you feel it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, just uh, I'm exhausted from listening to you describe <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, we got calls. Let's go to calls. Hi, Tim. It's P. Page. Welcome back. I want to share a funny line I heard from Bill Maher last week. Oh. Um, I know you can't stand him, and I'm kind of 50-50 on him myself. But um, he says, quote, man, Bill Clinton still has it. Do you know how hard it is to pick up chicks in North Korea? But I'm bum. I thought that was funny. Not bad. Okay, um, this is my challenge to TV Tam listeners. Just call in with jokes. Plagiarize, new, whatever. They could be TV related, bars related. Um, like you could say, Jimmy McNulty and Tom, Tommy Gavin walk into a bar and blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Or um, you could just ask a question like, um, when's the 21st Amendment party happening? Answer. Because, you know, this is really the new when is the riches coming back question. Because, <laughs> you know, neither have an answer, a good answer, and frankly, both are pretty hilarious. Okay, moving on. Um, you know, in your last podcast before Pasadena, when you kindly credited me with a song about Dora? Well, honestly, I've, I've got to tell you that it wasn't me, and um, we must have another a cappella singer in our midst. 
Or maybe Jeremy from Portland was having some fun, but um, in any event, it wasn't me, so someone else deserves the credit. Wow. Um, I am going to sing today, and uh, my song has a bit of a different tone from past songs. You know, my motives for singing are just so virtuous, like um, the time I tried to, you know, sexually arouse a recent heart attack victim. <laughs> Benny, <clears throat> or when I tried to get Question Boy fired, or just basically flirting with Question Boy. All good times. Somebody's got to do it. But um, this time I want to share my enthusiasm for the upcoming third season of Mad Men. Ooh. And I've really missed that show, like a lot of us. And um, so here's my truncated version of a Led Zeppelin classic. So um, you can imagine that I, the singer, am really Don Draper. So here it goes. <clears throat> oh, let the sun beat down upon my face, carousel of my dreams. I'm a traveler of both time and space, create worlds I want seen. I sit with elders of this changing race, ducks splat on a concrete street. <laughs> Meditations in emergencies. And all will be revealed. Songs and cries from beetles and newborn babes whose sounds caress my ear. But not a word of plot will Ham relate. The story will be clear. Oh. All I see just turns to waste as the bullets just spray the world. And my eyes just filled with sand while others are filled with tears. I'm just trying to find, trying to find where I've been. Okay, now a segue. This is for for Matthew Weiner. It's been a long time, been a long time, been a long, lonely, 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 lonely time. Ooh, that step one's a little bit harder to sing than I thought. Okay, guys, um, that's it for me. I'm glad you're back, and uh, good night. Bye-bye. P page, P page with the call in. Wow. All right, all right. Wow. wow. You know what? This is one of those times when you might need uh, Joe because I don't. I was like only like a moderate Zeppelin fan. Do you know Zeppelin? So what song was she singing? Was that Houses of the Holy or? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nothing it sounds familiar. I know what that is. But, but she I was changing the lyrics yeah, to refer exactly. to Mad Men, and I lost. It lost yeah. me. But I I'm not a Zeppelin fan at all in a long time. I like some of it. Once you hear the songs, like you know, a few hundred times, it's enough. You know? Oh yeah, it's like come on. I mean, I was like, I think I was. Remember, remember the old KOME station in San Jose, where the heavy metal station, and uh, I think I think I listened to that so much when I was in high school that I know like every metal song. But now my brain has put it out since um, I grew up. <laughs> uh, but so I don't know the the, the reference, but I, it is kind of funny that she said that the Dora's got a gun from the last podcast, sixteen or eighteen weeks ago, was not her mystery. Yeah, I thought you know I really thought she was the official TVTM singer. But we've got more singers now, huh? All right, now we have more calls too. Let's plow through. Hey guys, this 
is Bob from the 207-650-OG, as I've called myself and been called before. Um, so I'm in Baltimore, Maryland right now, walking down the street. thought you guys might enjoy that because yeah, yeah. you're fans of the wire and homicide. Um, my question for Timothy is, he always mentions the Fast Show, or Brilliant as it's called here, and... Uh, couple other uh, British programs that he enjoys, comedy programs. He never mentioned Space, though, which is a show from mm. Simon Pegg and some other people who did uh, Show of the Dead and a couple other movies. And I'm wondering if that's because you don't like it or you haven't seen it, because it's a pretty awesome show for anyone who hasn't seen it, and it just came out on DVD in the U.S. So, yeah. Um, also, on the Baltimore comment, I just walked by the bar where uh, Omar's uncle used to own in The Wire. And I'm pretty sure it got torn down. Now I was going to take a picture of it for you guys and email it, but uh, oh. you're out of luck. So uh, that's about it. Hope you guys are doing well. And uh, Justin, you're welcome for me not using any profanity. All right. Bye. <laughs> you got you caught a break there from Bob. Thank you, Bob. Well, now that's so. What's the story? I, I got to be careful out there on the streets of uh, of Baltimore. I mean, he's. Uh, He's in. It was a, if he's looking for the bar out in West Baltimore, I'm a little bit worried about uh, our guy there. Did, he's talked about the wire. Did he ever actually watch it? You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> it's kind of dangerous out there. Omar could come, can be singing. If you hear whistling, run. If you hear the farmer in the dell being whistled, I would take a big run. Uh, a news story out of Baltimore: somebody gets gunned down, but he has a TBTM <laughs> logo with him. The cops can't figure it out. Why am I laughing at that? That's, a, that's both funny and tragic. Well, that, that'd be so screwed up, right? And they found a guy who's got like the flat manny thing. He's got the DTM. They can't figure out why the hell he was down in the streets of Baltimore, totally riddled. And be, wow. And you know what? That would be Joe's fault. Yeah, it His would. death it would be would. on Joe's yeah. All Joe. bald head. Now, uh, what was the, his other oh, question? The, the show, the... Oh right, spaced. Yeah, uh, you know what? No, it's the. Uh, uh, I've heard great things about that, and and he mentioned that it came out on DVD. I have it. It just came out, or not too long ago, it came out, and I got it. I totally missed it. So um, I have it. I have um, at home, and many people have recommended it. So I will slot it in my. Please find time to watch this ratio of my brain, um, and you know that's not very big, but um, yeah. So it, it comes. Space comes highly recommended, and I will watch it. So thanks for that, and thanks for the call. This is Charles from the 915. Uh, quick recap, I called a while ago from South Dakota. Now I'm in Arkansas. Listen to the Walter Cronkite podcast, and I liked it. So I uh, hope you had a good vacation. I did. Peace. Wow. Arkansas. So Charles continues his t- Charles from the 915 continues his tour of southern states because uh, he's from uh, El Paso. He get, this is this map up here. Uh, and now he's gone into Arkansas. You know what? Oh, we like to say that he, he tours the South so we don't have to. No, that's <laughs> not true. Come on, who doesn't love the South? I love the South. <laughs> oh, that's a poor Walter. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, how about you've got to do your... Uh, well, you know what? Poodle. Why don't I fill in... Uh, Mike from Raleigh likes the South. We, see, we, maybe we do need Joe. We need our generic Southern gentleman here. Ah, uh, sorry, Joe. Apologies for all the stuff that Justin said about you earlier. I was trying to have your back, buddy. But maybe we do need him. Do you have any? Do you, can you do Southern gentleman? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess I could. That's sort of Southern 
<laughs> sort of, sort of sucky, but you got you got the southern, but maybe not the gentleman there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never was a gentleman. Well, after all, I, I, well, no, I mean, we could have an Al Gore or something, but well, we need Joe apparently. Uh, Charles from the nine one five. One more time, it struck me you might think I was going to San Diego. I mean, to uh, South Dakota and Arkansas, but really I was going to uh, Chicago and all places Midwest. Oh. Uh, I even saw a Pirates walk-off home run at PNC Park. Uh, yeah, so I would not go there if there was a way to get to the to uh, Chicago from El Paso without you know going through Middle America. Peace. Well, oh, that explains it then. So really the slam on the southern states was from Charles himself from a southern state. Wow. Now we this is that was interesting because he's going via Chicago, and if you're a Wilco fan, you'll get that reference. He went to PNC Park for the Pirates, Joe's favorite team. Saw a walk off homer. This is this is TVTM lore. I think Charles is actually one of the first people who started the "I will call you from wherever I am" so that we could like put more pins on our map. We don't actually have a map, but we 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 really in our minds we have a map with push pins where people <laughs> called. And it, I could be mistaken. I think he was actually the first or second person who called from. Mexico, or he was on a bridge that was walking over Mexico and called. So he was, I think he had one foot in Mexico, so it counted for us. And then later we got a, call, a real call from Mexico. So Charles, thank you for that. On your way to the Chicago and the Midwest, through the South. Uh, and, um, but we do not discriminate against Southern states. I think that Southerners are awesome. Uh, I love, uh, uh, I don't really like Southern rock, but I like Southern alt country, like Nico Case. I like Southern girls. <laughs> yeah. Does that count? <laughs> All right. So, you know, because we got to boost our count. We can't rule out the Southern states. It's like if you want to get elected in this country, you got to win the South. And so if we want to get our drive for five, we need states. those. We've got to get those in. Oh, yeah. They used to be, or they went blue. They went a lot of blue this, this time. So uh, give us a call, Arkansas. Give us a, give us a shout out. Where else was he going? Alabama. Woohoo! All right. We yeah. should go along with them, actually. <laughs> Go t- take a tour. Take the TVTM on the road. <laughs> we should. Because all we, all we go now is like from here to the East Bay. We don't yeah. do anything. All right. Let's get another call. All right. This is actually an MP3 from uh, Jason. Oh, great. Yeah. Jason. Right. Good to see him back at work. Hey, Tim. This is uh, Jason from Mill Valley, composer of many theme songs, good and bad. Well, mostly bad. Um, calling you now or recording an MP3 for you now from... Um, the delightful Bella Vineyards, your oh. TVTM sponsor. Um, bought some wine, did some tasting. Uh, owe it all to the TVTM. Um, mentioned your name. Think think that got me a discount, so thanks for that, Tim. Um, you really need to get these guys to sponsor the podcast. That's, that's what I'm saying here. Anyway, thanks for the tip. The Dry Creek Valley is lovely. Um, wouldn't have come all this way up the valley were it not for the... Uh, Excitement of knowing that this is the personal wine cellar of Tim Goodman <laughs> of the TVTM. That's all. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. Ah, uh, Jason, and he, uh, all of his uh, all of his um, his theme songs are great. We just gave him grief for not, like not producing one every five minutes. So he he gets more grief for us and does more work than anybody in the podcast yeah. uh, from Bella. And that's on the if you're on the TVTM site, you can see pictures that Jason uploaded from Bella. 
Uh, and he's uh, and thank you for that, Jason. And uh, I, I I thought he was kidding. Maybe he did get a discount from dropping my name. Who knows? Well, you know what we need to have now is him him going up there and selling ads for us. Yeah, we need so, Bella to sort of like yeah the official I, I, sponsor. I've of, pimped them enough. I mean, it's time yeah. for them to pony up a little bit. No, but uh, it's kind of funny that. Uh, that he's not, he was not kidding. It, it's a long way up. Dry Creek Valley is, is a wonderful wine area, but when you get to Bella, it's really way up there. It, it's a you're driving up there, you're thinking this better be good, but <laughs> and it is. But when you get there, you're like this is a long way. And that's where we should go next. That's the TVTM road trip up to Bella Vineyards. I think our, the should... official sponsor of the TVTM. <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah. Or we could do the podcast from their caves. They yeah. actually have a wine caves, really cool wine Ooh. caves in the summer. I'm in. Um, yeah, let's do it and great wine. All right, uh, so we have I think one more call. Hi. I go by the name Island Burner, and I'm from the 707. I'm also called Nancy. And I was wondering um, if there are many podcast listeners who are going to Burning Man. Um, I'm going to Burning Man, been a few times, looking forward to going back. So I just thought I'd put out a call there. I'm actually um, with a registered theme camp. It's called Math Camp, M-A-T-H. We've been placed at 8 o'clock in Genome, if uh, that makes sense, if you're a a burner, past burner, or want to be a burner, and you look on the website, birdieman.com. Anyway, I want to invite other uh, podcast listeners to come to theme camp, math camp, on Thursday, um, September, I think it's the second, um, for cocktails, sunset cocktails, and, uh, oh, it's the third, <laughs> and it's a full moon. So uh, come on over. Oh, six-ish to eight-ish, and let's um, talk about Tim and and the characters. Um, I was also wondering if um, existential Frenchwoman and uh, Walton could debate um, the meaning of, of Burning Man. Uh, okay, thank you, and uh, Sherry, Va- Sherry from the Vale rocks. Bye. Oh, that's great. I, uh, so Island Girl, Island Burner, Island Girl, now I also Island Burner, so she's going to Burning Man. Uh, Nancy, what's great? She's trying to get the community of uh, TV Timmers to go to Burning Man. Yeah, it seems like a perfect match, right? It, the it, Burning it, Man and, it's and TV TM. Yeah, and not only that, she's done two things. One, she we actually got that in before Burning Man, which is a miracle, right? So Island Girl and Gal, uh, Nancy, I, hopefully you are right and you can get this whole community of people together at Burning Man uh, and tell us how it was. Maybe you can do like a, like a MP3 from there when you're totally like Blitz totally hammered. Uh, you're right about Sherry from the Vale. She does rock. You probably don't want her down at Burning Man, though. God only knows. She'll probably burn the Burning Man like that guy did last year. That that I think it might, actually, that might have been actually Mr. Vale who did that. And so Sherry probably urged him to do it. Um, but yeah, so Nancy's putting together a community, which is kind of what we're trying to do on the TV team as well. But, but but what is this uh, Burning Man? <laughs> people go out uh, in the desert and uh, what they, uh, they 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 take a man and and they light him on fire. But why? Wow, that's <laughs> oh awesome! I'm stunned. Oh, burning! What are you, what are you burning? <laughs> did she say Walton or did it was it somebody else? It's existential Frenchwoman and Wal- and Walton. Yeah. A brutal. You can't burn public property. What are you doing in the desert? The last time we played in the desert, we won. We beat the Sun Devils, and then we beat Phoenix or some other place in the desert. <laughs> oh, Justin, existential Frenchman. <laughs> you know, you can't do Walton when you're laughing. You can't do Walton when you smile. You know what? Ex- excellent job, yes. Justin. <laughs> you right. know what? 
He stepped Thank up. Thank you. You know, that's, and that continues our theme of stepping up. Benny stepped in to replace QB. You stepped in for, of all things, existential question, girl. Oh, my God. I just, existential French woman. I was just stunned to watch you do that. That was tremendous. Wow. Came out of the blue, too. I feel ah, like we should have a group bad. hug here. Yeah. We, we, we're a family. Oh, yeah. Open up the robes here. And- oh, hey. <laughs> and Nancy, if this you pull this thing off, you let us know. You hear? And uh, if you're TVTMers, uh, find her somewhere in the Burning Man. I've never been there, but uh, find That'll somebody some there. That'll be some great pictures, too. Man. Yes. We will, po- we will post those quickly. <laughs> Quicker than we normally do. All right, so we, we did it. We are now uh, uh, over the hour mark. Thank you for listening. Uh, sorry for the long delay. You actually wanted a podcast. You got it 10 times longer than you needed it. And uh, thanks to Benny for sitting in. Thanks to Justin for taking time out of his day to do it and also being an existential Frenchwoman. Uh, Benny, thank you for trying to be a Southern gentleman. <laughs> that didn't work out so well. <laughs> I know. And, uh, there is no other Joe. Hey, you got to admit, he's we gotta, we got to bring Joe that. back. Yeah. So Joe sorry, has to come back. Sorry about all the stuff we if said he about you. Stop slacking off. Yes. Return from your vacation and come and come. You're welcome back with open arms. Uh, if you want to call us, we are at four. Uh, if you're in the continental United States, it's 888-SFC-TVTM. If you're outside of the United States and want to call us, call us at 415 8821, or can you can send us a podcast like Jason did from the Bella Vineyards. Bella, the official sponsor. No. Um, you can send it to us at uh, podcasts, plural, at sfgate.com. See you next week. TVTM on Twitter.